Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, I certainly appreciate you listening again today. And again, as always, I hope your day is terrific. And I hope you're living out Jesus. We talked a lot about prayer yesterday. I used Colossians chapter 4, verse 2 through 6, talking about being persistent in our prayers and uh, and being full, fully alert of what's going on around us. I pray continually and asking the Spirit of God to move. Our Heavenly Father, today too, I pray the Spirit of God would move in our lives, that you would lead us, you would guide us, you would open up great doors for us. Thank you so much for these great listeners today, and lead them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So today I want to move on to Colossians chapter 4, verse 5. So we're going to move from Colossians 4, verse 2 and 6. I'm going to go back and use verse 5 uh, to continue today's message. And then this will, of course, finish out our week dealing with prayer. But it says, Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most out of every opportunity. Make the most out of every opportunity. Do you ever sit back and recognize what opportunities that God gives you? You start thinking about it, you're going to start realizing he has given you opportunities day in and day out to touch others' lives for Jesus Christ. Paul knew what he was talking about. You don't know when the opportunity you have may be your last. I've got to talk to a woman uh, in, in fact, the time you hear this, I would have talked to her about her salvation because she is uh, she is set to pass away because she has cancer and we don't know how much longer she has. And my friend wants me to talk to her because she doesn't know Jesus. And I'm praying that I will be able to lead her to the Lord. And that's going to be today or tomorrow. And I trust that God would give me wisdom and words to share that she'd see the power of God and accept Jesus Christ. We don't know when it's going to be somebody's last day. I imagine all of us have felt guilty at times when we squandered an opportunity to help someone or share the love of Jesus with someone. Prayer is important because it softens our hearts. Sometimes people do things so much and get going down a certain path and they become calloused to the things around them and very apathetic. I've been there and I have to stay alert to try to avoid that. I really am. You know, I, there's, I've learned a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons that, that come from uh, sometimes being apathetic and just trying to, you know, you just, we don't want to get stressed out, so we don't want to worry about others too much, and so we get caught up in our own world. I mean, going up, I know, uh, I mean, I've been a Christian for years and years, but I must admit, I've been caught up sometimes in my old world and, and just kind of let things go. I didn't have the interest I should have in people's lives. When someone was struggling, I just, well, Lord, be with them and did nothing about it. It's just like, you know, uh, words without action means nothing, and we need to take action in our life. We need to be about God's business, and when we are, uh, you know, God will lead us. God will take care of us. And uh, I'm hoping that we will put our faith and trust in him today and and you will be as solid as you can possibly be in the things of the Lord. We need prayer for clarity. Lord, give us clarity in what you would have us do. God, what would you have me to do today? What would you have me do in this situation I'm dealing with? Dealing with your child or whatever it might be. How would I deal with that? And then Colossians 4, 4 says, pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. 
Pray that those around us would understand who we are in Christ and what our life is about. Do you know what your life purpose is? If so, does it honor God and reflect your love for God? My father had a great purpose. I talk about him way too much, but I can't help it because he was my incredible mentor. And that was to show people, his desire was to show people Jesus and to help them come to him. You know, in front of the church, the church surprised our family by putting a memorial bench in his memory when he passed away. I was out of town. I probably wouldn't have let him do it, but they put this uh, beautiful cement or marble bench on the berm right in front of my office. And in it, it says, Pastor Jim Doherty, something about loving people, and he led many people to Christ through the Roman road. And the Roman road, the verses in Romans were all on this. And so it's going to be there forever. That And so to remember that, it so means so much to me because I want so much for people to know the truth of Jesus and not to be shy about it. Say, God, use me in your way, in your time. The four simple truths that Roman passages are is this, that every person is a sinner. We have all sinned, and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. All of us have sinned. Every single one of us. We were born in sin. You say, well, I've lived a pretty good life, but you've sinned. Y'all need forgiveness. Y'all need to ask Jesus Christ to forgive your sins and come into your life, and he'll give you a fresh start. And you know, and his grace is sufficient. His unbelievable favor to you is sufficient. He will see you through. He knows that things aren't going to be easy. He knows you're going to stumble from time to time. He knows you're going to make mistakes or say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. But you know you've asked him to forgive you, and he will, and he's going to lead you from this day forward. And then God's penalty for sin is spiritual death. We can never be a part of eternal life with Jesus without coming to repentance and asking him to forgive our sins. God made a provision for the salvation of all. Each must put his or her trust in God's son, Jesus. Then we are taught to live wisely. Live wisely. Know what you're doing. Know the impression you're making. Know that you're being watched and follow by more people than you think. Many people are looking at your life and are saying, oh, they're a Christian. If they can do this, I can do this. Be careful not to cause your brother to stumble. Live a life of purity, a life of holiness. Make the best decisions you can make. And when you make a wrong decision, turn it around now. That's what repent means. Turn around. Turn it around now. You know, I've had to do that in my life, and I know you probably have too. Don't beat yourself over the head. Don't carry around a load of rocks on your back because you haven't given it to Jesus and it just continues to nag on you. God knows the big picture. He knows your heart. He knows your sincerity. He knows your desire and your will. Then we are taught to live wisely. Know what you're doing. Know the impression you're making. Peter chapter 2, verse 12 says, Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Listen to this. I'm going to read it again. It's very important. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then even as they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior, and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. Be careful to live properly among those unbelieving around you. People, influence is huge. Influence is huge in our lives. And I'm afraid many Christians 
many claiming Christians are out in the world giving in to the things of the world because they want to fit in. That is absolutely a work of the enemy. That is absolutely something that the enemy is using to destroy who you are and destroy your testimony, destroy your witness. Stand up for God. And there's an old hymn growing up, stand up, stand up for Jesus, ye soldiers of the cross. Let you and I be soldiers of the cross. Let you and I be a difference maker for the kingdom of God. This world is going to pass away, and folks, it could be soon. It could be soon. There's so many things you hear that are going on that we've never seen in our lifetime. We don't know what tomorrow holds. But folks, we know who holds tomorrow. Are you ready? If Jesus came tonight, suddenly every eye will see him and every tongue confess. Would it be joy or would it be sadness? Would it be like, oh, I didn't realize. I didn't realize how, how real this is. I'm afraid many people that's going to happen to. Be careful to live properly among the unbelievers because your life can further the kingdom of God by the way you live or it can hinder it by the way you live. Finally, the last couple minutes here today, I want to talk to you about living with urgency. Live with urgency. Know that it matters. Don't get caught up to think, oh, I'll do it later. I'll always do it later. Procrastination is a it wipes out many things in business, in your finances, in your home life, and in your spiritual life. Remember, our time on this planet is short, and we need to live every moment in the joy of the Lord. And when you live in the joy of the Lord, you will experience a joyful life, and those around you will see it too. My brother Dan, who is my dearest and closest friend, uh, you know, suddenly passed away, as many of you know, uh, almost three years ago now. And what a hard thing it was for me. Suddenly, just standing there, suddenly his heart stopped. There was no indication. He had no heart problems. Nothing had ever been seen. He just went on a couple-mile walk the night before, and the doctor said he didn't even know what hit him. His heart just stopped beating. He had an 85% calcified left ventricle, and they said that's what caused it, and it was a hereditary. So they asked they said the family needs to get checked. So I went and got checked and found out I was okay, thank the Lord. But what a shock. Man, did it take me down? And my sister-in-law, Peggy, who is a wonderful, wonderful lady, it was so hard on her and so hard on, on Dan's family and his grandkids and his sons and on me and on all our church was taken back by it. But we don't know the day or the hour. One thing I know about my brother, he loved Jesus with all his heart. He also loved the Christian Living magazine where Sandy Jones is uh, the editor-in-chief and she uh, had Dan as the outdoor life a writer, and he did a he did a magnificent job because he was an outdoorsman like crazy. In fact, Sandy put out a book that he wrote uh, with all his with all his uh, stories, and so it's uh, I have several of those, which I'm so proud of my brother. But I know I'll see him again in heaven. But you never know. I'm using that example because you don't know what tomorrow holds. This concludes what I wanted to share today. But I pray that you will be a person of prayer and will stand up and stand on the promises of God. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.